0: Yeah, I put my mouth.
1: My mouth got spinner buttons, Holmes.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby.
0: I'm Nick. I'm feeling pretty good, guys. This is going to be a good one.
2: Oh, boy.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> you got me beat on that one, man. I'm fucking dying over here because of you. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh,
0: so the uh, every person that gets that sickness that you have, I feel like it's escalated. So I believe Mila came home from with the sniffles one day and she was like, you know, just the sniffles. And then it jumped to Sam and me and we felt way worse than just the sniffles. And then you came into town and we weren't going to finish. It. We're like, we weren't going to cancel our fun, dude. So. Uh, we had fun. Uh, I had my mask on for the first like half hour, and then I was like, "I'm not going to keep this up the whole weekend." And then uh, you and then you guys got sick, and it sounded like you got it way worse
1: than I did. No, yeah, no, you're very right. Um, Vivian is like a champ right now. She's like, she's not sick at all. Leslie felt like crap for one day, and so the weirdest thing is that every, like Le- Leslie and Vivian were sick, and then it took two days for me to get sick because I was like. Running everything in the house, I was, you know, taking care of everything, and then now I'm just like dying. So,
0: well, it's good that you were able to get those two days to get things done.
1: Oh yeah, so let's let's talk about some video games, though. So, what are you guys uh, looking at so well, far on the on the radar? Before we do, um, our not safe for work
0: podcast is it? It's not what you might think it is. Like you you read those questions and you think. Um, Oh, these guys just talked about their dicks and butts for like half an hour and put it out there. There's some heavy shit on here, guys. Um, We're actually going to delete the whole thing because of legal matters um, after about uh, a week or two after we put it out Uh, there.
2: Limited time offer here. Yeah,
0: it's a limited time offer.
2: This shit is Jerry Springer too hot for TV. (laughs) It's
0: pretty pretty much what it is. And I'm not building it up like... That's what it is. Nick was sitting there, and he hadn't heard any of this shit, and he's like, this is the best moment of my life. That's what he said. It so, really was. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's under the $10 paywall of uh, Patreon. So um, yeah, mostly not because we're greedy, but mostly because we want as little ears as possible, but there is a window where you can get in there and, and uh, enjoy that. Um, so yeah, there it is. Uh, go the to people
2: a, are eligible to get it. How do they get it? Uh,
0: you could just message me or in the supporters, uh, just tag me and I'll just send you uh, the, the link that will literally light on fire and disappear within, you know, a week of you getting it. <laughs> okay. Or, so
2: they message you on discord Yeah. or at on you discord. on discord.
0: Yep. Okay. And if you have discord, you could use other means you can email me or whatever. My phone call, My phone number's on most, most bathroom walls.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carrier pigeon, something of the sort. All right. And we got a new patron. Should shout that out.
0: Yeah, Ben. Thank you very much, Ben. Um, he's been listening for six years, and he says, it's about time that I joined that Patreon ranks. Uh, throw in some uh, bones your way. Thank you very much, man. Uh, we appreciate it. But six years, I mean,
2: yeah
0: you procrastinated if you were if you were giving us money that whole six years there'd be be some stupid ugly statue right here that we bought that we could have bought guess what no statue there's no statue in the background because of you ben but now we would
1: have had had elon musk on the podcast before joe rogan did (laughs) so thanks yeah
2: there was that uh piñata we used to bring out when somebody wouldn't be on the podcast we just
0: put the piñata there it was a unicorn pinata. yeah it was a
2: unicorn piñata whatever
0: happened to that <laughs> whatever happened to our like, we had a desk dude we were like a news organization
1: in yeah. here yeah oh speaking now of now you're just living like slumdog dog millionaire over there you assholes i'm over there trying to sit on your couch i'm all bent looking all fat and shit there's not a proper camera angle
0: that's not the couch's fault man <laughs> shut uh, up uh funny enough bobby i've been working at kpbs and it's funny walking through their studio man like like a legit real studio with the Mm. the big cameras on the wheels and all that and uh i wanted to take like a selfie but it was like uh i don't know i know there's cameras in there and shit so i was like i'm not gonna be the idiot that sits down on the nice chair anyway let's talk about some video games
2: Video games. Video game. <laughs> Video game. <laughs> All right. So, time for the on the radar section games that have come to our attention recently. I'm going to start off with Scavengers. This is an open world, uh, or I'm sorry, a sandbox. Um, uh, it, it's a battle royale, basically, but it's also got some. Um, Crafting survival on it? uh, Not really crafting survival. They say strategy. I don't know what exactly this is, uh, but it is PvE and PvP. So you go in a team of three, and there's some sort of um, uh, probably macro strategy that applies, and then also some gunplay too. Uh, I don't. I don't know. This game doesn't really sound all that interesting to me. But I did get a uh, key for the beta, and I have two extra keys as well. So I will probably be Whoa. checking this out this week. And I got two extra keys. So if anyone is interested, let's do it. <sighs>
1: <sighs> I guess I'll reluctantly take one after your performance <laughs> this week on Armored. <laughs> uh, I will say. That, do you remember Bobby? Like.
0: I would say four years ago, three years ago, we played something super similar to this. Um, It was kind of like Hunger Games ish, and you crafted like your bows and stuff. It was like bows and it. it, I
1: I don't think, I don't know. It didn't see. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a TV show kind of thing. Yeah, and you would go to like vending machines. Yeah. Oh my god! I'll find it out. Give me one second. It did
0: not do well. Played
2: that
1: anyway. Uh,
0: I hope these guys are all the best. I hope it's a good yeah, game.
2: We'll see. Man, I also no. got
0: a key.
3: Oh, you got a and key. Two, and two codes. So uh, maybe it could be 3v3, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Take you down, Bobby. You team. and your crew. The game you're talking about is the Culling.
2: That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Culling. Oh, I never played that. Cool.
0: What's next?
1: Uh, I got Warhammer 40k Battle Sector. And before I talk about this, I want to preface why I even chose this game. I talked to this. Because it's Warhammer 40K, do we know exactly why. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I actually talked about this game a long time ago. Uh b- before it was even had like a video and everything. It just had screenshots. Uh people were already harping on it because the screenshots made it look like a mobile game. Uh turns out they made some changes to the game and the way it works and everything. It's essentially like semi real time strategy. Um The reason why I chose this game and like bought it back was uh one of our old uh, crewmates, as well as longtime listener Mini Del Macho. Uh, He's like, what the fuck, man? You never talk about Tyranids. So this is where I'm talking about Tyranids. Uh, So in this game, you play as the Blood Ravens uh, or a chapter of the Blood Ravens, and you fight against Tyranids. Um, It seems to have a pretty diverse roster. Um, From what I've seen online and some of the reviews, a lot of people say it's either extremely easy or extremely hard. Um, it gets really in depth with the like customization on units and things like that. So if you're all about that, it's there. But you can also just play kind of like bare bones and just let the let the game take care of upgrades and things like that.
0: Nice. It looks very old, dude. These graphics look terrible.
1: That's what I was saying. That's that's why when people are like, It's a
0: mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: like, it looks like one.
0: But if you get everything you want out of it, I mean graphics are the be all end all more on that
1: later. It's supposed to come out next. It's supposed to come out next week, I mean next month. So sometime they didn't say what day But they said next month? So. No price yet.
0: I will say it does actually look like the tabletop though. You know what I mean?
1: In a way. Yeah. It, it's i uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I have high hopes for this game. There's a lot, of, a lot of YouTubers just got their NDA written off and able to talk about it. And there's a lot of good things and there's less bad things than good things. So, I mean, if it's below thirty bucks, I will try it out. I'm not a Blood Ravens fan, but you know.
2: Oh yeah, anime. yeah. Fuck the Blood Ravens, man. Whatever yeah, that means. <laughs> well, speaking of bad-looking RTS games. Uh, There is a tentative release date for Starship Troopers, Terran Command. This is an RTS game that is in the world of Starship Troopers that has been in development for a long, long time. So a couple, well, God, I guess almost a year ago when I read the book, um, I was looking for a good Starship Troopers game and I found this one, but it looked like the Steam page had been neglected. And a lot of people were saying in forums that the development is... um, wasn't really moving forward, and the game was probably never going to come out. Uh, but it looks like they now are saying this game is coming out in 2021. Uh, it doesn't look all that great. I think the big selling point here is that it is Starship Troopers, and I think that lends itself well to a, an RTS type game. Um, but I don't know. It, there's no price point on it. Not super high hopes for this, but could be enjoyable
0: yeah man, again, just with the graphics it, it has the graphics of not even the years where they started development you know they they stay they stayed with those graphics and they're just trying to get this game out and see what it looks like mm-hmm. um it needs a lot
1: of work
2: i mean I don't mind graphics so much on r t s games
1: I agree
0: Dude, man the
2: new Age of Empires like it,
1: doesn't even look like that good of graphics mm-hmm.
2: if you're coming out well, 20, a lot of people a lot of gaming
1: companies are like we have to make games that everybody can have access to like like League of Legends, that's like one of their things. That whenever they make an update, they're like, "There'll be no loss of performance whatsoever," so everybody can still play on their like mm-hmm. Toshiba 2005 laptop. It's true, and uh, but uh, on the other end, you should you should be able to
0: dial everything up if you have a killer rig, and if you're yeah. if your best you're putting in your videos, you should put your best foot forward, and so I, I'm guessing that's the best graphics they can muster up. It's kind of whack. Yeah, I'm looking at these graphics that look like doo-doo. Yep. Hmm. Um, I have a couple weird games. Um, So, Buddy Simulator 1984 seems creepy as hell. It seems like... uh, It's funny. The entire Steam page seems like they're selling you the product in 1984. Apparently, the uh, AI uh people I don't know they came out with a new technology and you can have a buddy, a virtual buddy in nineteen eighty four, um that will play video games with you. And you know, you could talk back and forth with it, this this AI buddy. And as soon as I started looking at this, I was like, oh, this is gonna go south real quick, you know? This is gonna be a horror game. And then, so I started watching the video and sure enough, you know, stuff starts going south. Um, it gets creepy, it gets weird, it keeps putting you in like these crazy creepy positions and it's like, why aren't you playing? Do you trust me? And I'm like, oh, fuck man. I, not the game for me but I Come would, on, I, I you to really,
1: do a live stream where you play this,
0: man. I would really like uh, Bobby to play this and tell me what he thinks. I, I don't think it's a straight horror game. I just think it's something, you know, glitches start happening.
2: Yeah, what was that game? Pony Island? Pony something. But uh, another one of those games that starts off being somewhat benign and then s- starts slipping into the uh, horror genre there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've, I feel like I've seen this done uh, a few too many times now, but I don't know. Could be good. The reviews are good. Overwhelmingly positive for the recent ones. What's the price tag on this, though? We've got nine ninety right, 10 And They got a demo. Hmm. Yeah, it might be worth saying. Well, check, check, out out the out the yeah, check it out.
0: Hmm. Also, uh, Jupiter Hell is um, basically Doom from a top-down top, top down perspective um and it's a roguelike so so you're going through corridors you're killing monsters all of that stuff uh, shotguns what have you but it adds the roguelike element and it adds the top-down element and i i think i was gonna say when i was thinking about how i was gonna present it i was like oh it's pref- my preferred perspective the top down, because you know, Ben of Isaac and a bunch of other roguelikes are always top down. And I, I don't know, it, dep- it really depends on the game. Um, you know, I, I really like Doom 2016, but um, I don't know. I I do, I, for me, I guess it might be my preferred perspective top down. I, f- I feel like you can see the entire environment. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's all the uh, the body of Isaac. Years and years of playing that perspective. Yeah. What about you guys? What's your favorite perspective to play a video game in?
2: Yeah, it changes. I remember playing Smite and being like, "Oh, the the third person over the shoulder perspective is better because you can't actually see what's behind you. It's more realistic." Then I started playing like other MOBAs that had the top down, and I was like, "Oh, it's more strategic. You can see everything. You can make more decisions. There's more happening." So, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on the game. And yeah, it's a game. To game, yeah, uh, but like. Jupiter Hell. So this is kind of a cleaned up version of Doom RL, I believe, which is a free, um, a, a free mod for Doom that you can download and play right now. Um, I, I found this when I was trying to put together some mods for a Doom RPG slash roguelike, uh, and they do have it also in the first person perspective. But Jupiter Hell, I think, is just trying to clean a lot of that up and make it a little more user-friendly so you don't have to mess with all the messy mods and and uh, have your game crash.
0: But, gotcha. but it's a completely different perspective, too. Mm-hmm. Same game, though.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I, like With this perspective, I think you kind of hit it on the head. But I think one thing that I've noticed from the videos and stuff is that you can see all the monsters like around corners and shit. I forgot what game it is, but it has like a similar, uh, perspective, but you could only see what like. Your character sees kind of like in a flashlight. I do like uh, kind of
0: vision cone. I do
1: like those. Vision yeah. Cones. I like the vision yeah. cone. Like if you're, if you're going to do top down running gun, scary, you need vision cone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Um, King, Kingdom Rush Venge- Vengeance is on Steam. It's overwhelmingly positive. It's a fantasy-based <clears throat> tower defense. I've played uh, two of these uh, Kingdom Rushes on mobile all the way through. Um, the original one, and I think the other one is called Frontiers. I, I played them all the way through. I like them really uh, a lot. Um, <clears throat> but it's funny because... You know, you're just getting the mobile version basically adapted for PC. They want $20 and $15 on sale for it. But if you go and get it on the Google Play Store, it's $3 on sale right now, I think. Uh, uh, It's like, why do we have to pay more? Because you... Did they even port it? I don't know. why do I have to pay so much so I can use my mouse? I think it's fucking bullshit. Hopefully it goes on really big sale and I can pick it up. Because I'd rather play it on PC. That's why. Because they know people would rather play it on PC. Yeah.
2: Well, what's that application you can use to run games in the Google Play Store or Android APKs? Blue something.
0: Oh, I don't remember. Uh, it's
2: it's an emulator, basically. Yeah. It's an Android emulator. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That could get messy, too.
0: Yeah is it worth jumping all those hoops? How about I just don't play your game until it's 3 or 4 bucks on Steam, you yeah. assholes. <laughs> but uh as far as Tower Defense goes, I've always been a big fan of the Kingdom Rush uh series.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so the last game we're talking about on the radar is uh, Aerial Knights Never Yield. Uh this was put on our on the radar in our Discord. And uh I don't know, I like this I like this game game's art style at least. Uh, as far as like the gameplay loop it looks a little weird. It almost looks like you're just ducking and dodging and things like that.
2: Um, yeah, the art but, style is very simple, but 3D. It's like they traced around a character, and that's what's uh, what's running around. Yeah, it's kind of hard to describe. Hey. It's almost like a, a comic book, a real low grade comic book
1: yeah and that's what i was thinking as well but it looks like one of the games where you like even if you you know deem yourself a good like video game player or whatever it seems like uh you're gonna have to, if you've never played the game before you're gonna have to keep playing sections over and over and over again because it just like requires such precision maybe for me because i don't have like the quickest reflexes in the world but it looks good
2: Hmm. yeah nice yeah. All right, it comes up next month. Cool. Looks like they got a demo, too. like that they're doing the demos again. All right. Let's talk about some games that we have played. And the first one we should start with is Warhammer Vermintide 2. So if you listen to last episode, you know we were planning to play this one. Uh, all of us except Emilio played. Nick, Christian, myself, and... Uh, and... Um, Leslie showed up uh for oh the yeah second, she joined us the later second round. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah that's right uh, so yeah, we had a full group of four going and you know first of all, she was playing the Fire, the Fire mage Fire the pyromancer, mage, yeah. which is a really hard class to play, but I think that one's also got the highest skill cap so it can be a lot of fun. I of course chose the Dwarf um, just we're gonna talk about the roguelike element of this because that's the uh, big draw. That's the new thing that came out. But just real quick on the difference between the first one and the second one. So my big beef with the first Warhammer Vermintide was that they kind of had this uh, really slow system of earning new gear. They seem to have directly addressed that in the sequel and you're just showered with gear. Uh, Albeit you earn a lot more XP in the roguelike version you were saying, Nick than you would Yeah, in a so normal play it's through.
1: double XP right now. Oh yeah. and okay, that. Uh, as well yeah. as you get like pretty much super bonus XP if you do the roguelike and survive. Mm-hmm. It's a gamble because if you lose you don't really get anything. Mm-hmm. Like you get a little bit, like maybe I think I think it's twenty percent of what you're supposed to get. But yeah. if you actually win you get a fuck ton of XP. But yeah. one there- thing I, I want to point out here win. before we continue, right? So we we have Amelia, I you can see the scoreboard here, which you're uh, not a part of because you suck. Yeah. But um, we have Leslie playing the Fire Mage. We have Sniper playing the uh, Rogue slash uh, Ranger. We have Bobby playing the Dwarf, and we have B playing the Bretonian Knight. Look how many green circles Bobby has. Well, that's almost... I mean, more, you have zero.
0: That's the interest.
1: Exactly. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So when we were playing... So the game forces you, for the for the uh, the roguelike, you have to play an easy mode for the first one, right? right.
2: Mm-hmm. And the easy and mode, so, I, I was a little concerned, because the easy mode was not fun at all. Mm-hmm. It was just like no. I might have been playing. It was way too easy. How long do you have to play it?
3: Was, it? We, uh, you had to go through a full six map. Six rounds.
2: Yeah. A, a full map takes about... Because uh, they do like what most roguelikes do. So you start out you play a map and then you go to this larger map and you choose which path you want to go on. And it tells you like, Oh, this, if you go here, you'll face these enemies and you'll get this bonus. So you kind of carve your own path, through uh this this level that you're doing and then uh yeah so it takes i don't know what would you say 40 minutes 30 minutes to get through Uh, one of those
1: so the first one on the easy mode was about 40 minutes but apparently it gets longer the harder the uh difficulty is because the map kind of gets bigger
0: oh well Um, not just that i'm sure it takes more hits to kill shit and stuff like that too
1: yeah, yeah. So like the gameplay map where where you're where you're fighting stuff, yeah, that gets really hard. And then, but the actual like overview and like travel map that gets a tiny oh. bit bigger, and there's more decisions. The more, um, Oof. the more choice. Uh, the, the higher the difficulty is, you get more choices and shit. Um, but, but I wanted to point difference. out on the easy mode, we were killing shit left and right. We're killing special shit left and right. But as soon as we turn it into normal mode. It was <laughs> all downhill because the Bretonian knight at that point I didn't unlock any of his ranged abilities, and so how do I say this? Like there would be like these guys called rattling gunners, which are these scathing guys like with miniguns, and Bobby would be like trying to res Leslie snipers, like trying to run away because he's super squishy and kill shit. And I'm like, well, there's a guy on top of a ledge, and I can't even do shit to him. Like, I have not a single ability that would kill him, and we would just get mowed down from the top of the hill on like the normal mode. Yeah, those. Guys and so, I, I that's not, it's it's an excuse. I'll, I'll say it's an excuse, but I'm definitely not playing that version of that character again. Well, um,
2: I don't think they had this in the first Vermintide, but in this one, each character has four different classes Mm. so they started off the dwarf starts off with a survivalist which was really boring um he's not quite a ranger he's not quite a rogue he's got like a smoke bomb as his special ability uh and we were playing the easy uh mode when i was playing that that version of the character so that probably explains a little bit of it too now the dwarf I, th- I thought he was the tank well that's the thing so once we beat the easy mode it unlocked another version of the dwarf which is more of the tank version okay. he's got uh like an aoe taunt i guess yeah. that also gives him like a uh, defensive buff um, and then i played around as that and i absolutely loved that version of the dwarf and then after that it unlocked uh, a version of him that is like a two-handed axe just um mm, kinda, yeah mm-hmm. like an arms warrior from wow i guess uh,
1: yeah so yeah it's a, it's a, it's called trophy hunter and it's a slayer and he just runs around with no shirt Essentially, he's super squishy, but he does a fuck ton of damage. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, but the but the idea is that you can play any of these characters: the dwarf, the knight, the rogue, and you can unlock different versions of them. Now, you aren't going to have a version for the rogue that's like a tank version probably not but uh there are variations so i thought that was really cool because i I played the the dwarf that first round and i didn't like the kit at all and i I was conflicted i wanted to play the dwarf but i really don't like the character
0: it sounds like but uh, though i mean how long did you guys play how many hours a couple hours and within that time you unlocked two other versions that's pretty quick
2: like nick was saying double xp and the roguelite you if you win you get a lot of XP. So we were, we were leveling very, very fast. That's
1: um, good. So another thing is that there's a class that I want Bobby to play because I was testing it out because I have all the DLC um, it w- by the way, it was. 60% off for the game and all the DLC, yeah. normally 87 bucks for but everything. But I didn't like that was... about the game.
2: There's so much DLC and they just bombard you with like like nickel and dime shit, mm-hmm. you know, like like cosmetics or weapons. And there's just a lot in this game. So the first one didn't have enough. The, the second one has, I don't know, maybe a little too much. I, I imagine, I, I'm new to the game and everything always seems overwhelming at first. So probably with more... Playtime, you will kind of get used to it and understand what all these things are i opened up like 20 chests i'm like i, I don't know what any of this means <laughs> yeah
1: and and to clarify that like so what you this is more description on the the roguelike when you win the roguelike you get chests and stuff and they're actual weapons for your current level um and you know you level up for beating the roguelike so if you play the main game like the the actual game you have that gear as well um, the thing is, there is some DLC that has nickel and diming, where it's like, uh, you know, you get a pig head cause there's literally a DLC where you can get a pig head. Mm-hmm. But, um, when it comes to characters, it's, I think it's $6 a character and there's just two DLC characters. There's three more coming on the way, but yeah. one of the DLC characters is the, is the guy that I want Bobby to play, which is the dwarf, but it's called the outcast engineer, And uh, his, like, so everyone has an ult, right? The Britonian Knight has an ult where you press F and he summons a holy sword and slams it in front of him and kills a bunch of shit. Uh, The Fire Mage has an ult where you teleport and there's a trail of fire behind you that burns everybody. I don't know what the rogue does. And then Bobby said, you know, you have a mass taunt. But um, with the Outcast Engineer, his ult's really weird because you can always use it. And it's a minigun. But what you do is you press R to cool the minigun up, I mean, cool the minigun down and, like, kind of charge it, and then you can use it. And it's periodical. It doesn't have to be at full to use it. You just charge it up a couple times, and then you can use it. But if you know there's, like, a big fight coming, you can charge it up all the way and then use it. So, um, yeah, it's 7 bucks, And, like I said, I think it's 60% off right now. You can get all... $87 $87 or $83 worth of DLC for 34 bucks, 35 bucks.
3: Hmm. Nick, I got gripes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got gripes. gripes. I got gripes when I played this game and I, and I uh, wasn't going to share and Now I'm going to share
0: Canadian so, gripes are the worst. gripes. Yeah,
3: Canad- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the roguelike version of the game, it mm-hmm. supports the main version of the game. Yes. It's not fun without playing the main version. Cause what you unlock just goes unlock stuff for the main game it and, so, it and it ends way too soon. Yeah. But a roguelike
0: it I mean, you're, you're supposed to start from zero every time. That's just, yeah, but you're supposed going. to
3: go until you die. This just ends when you win, you don't face a boss and then you get all these chests that I don't know what the fuck you go up to the and harder so, version, right?
1: That's, that's something we didn't get to talk about was that. So there are four curses Uh, So there's curses on every map, the higher difficulty you go to, right? There was a curse that was extremely annoying, and it was called, like, Zinch's Storm. And every, I think, minute, uh, circles would appear between two party members, and lightning would come down. And on that difficulty, it killed us in one hit. But if it hits an enemy, it transforms them into a stronger enemy. And so, when you're being like attacked by like a thousand rat men, <laughs> and because they come in thousands, uh, if that lightning hits them, now you have like four rattling gunners and like poison globe globediers and a bunch of other shit, and it got really hard. But to address your issue, uh, sniper, when we get even higher in the difficulty, it gets longer and more prone to to die. I've looked up what most people are playing at and, like, even newer people are playing at, and they're playing at the second hardest difficulty because that's when, like, boon boon upgrades and things like that really matter. Like, you want to synergize. Everybody wants to get boons that are different or boons that really synergize with each other, and you really have to actually take it slow.
3: Yeah, but it's still not a roguelike because you end without doing a boss and... And then you just get all these chests for the main game and you're like, well, what, why did I, (laughs) (laughs) like, I want to die?
2: Yeah, well, that's interesting. It did feel like the roguelike, the roguelike version felt very much like an afterthought, like it was forced onto another game mode. Um, if you've played like really good roguelikes, you you know all the right elements. You know, you start a game and anything could happen. You could go in any direction. You could get any combination that drastically changes the experience that you had. In this, I was like, okay, well, I'm doing 7.9% cleave damage as opposed to like 5% cleave damage. You know, it's just like, (laughs) well, you know, there there wasn't, uh, now granted, I've only played it we only did what two or three playthroughs. So we did
1: two, yeah. Yeah,
2: we did two playthroughs. So who knows? But at, when we jumped up to the harder difficulty, there was even less stuff. There was less boons. There was less different things you could get. Um, there, there's like straight up item upgrades that you can get. And it's random what specific item with the buffs you get. But really, it just it doesn't matter. It all felt very linear for a roguelike. Mm.
1: It, I, will, I will say that it did feel linear. I, I kind of want to um, play more of the actual, like, normal game.
2: That's what I was going to say. A, Did it make you want to play more, the regular game, Bobby? I, I do. I want to check out the campaign mode. Yeah.
1: Bobby's It's in, also yeah. really long. And there's actual bosses. Like, you face a Chosen, which is, like, this 10-foot-tall Chaos guy. And you face a bunch of other bosses. They're all pretty unique, too. They're not just, like, bullet sponges and things like that. We have Captain Gummy and Warconius playing, so we definitely have you know, party members to fill up the slots.
0: Uh yeah, Bobby's a really good dwarf and tank. Uh obviously you can see from from his score. <laughs>
1: not, not only Look that, but numbers. dude I'm not like just to just to tell a story. So there, we were facing the the uh the final level and it's like survive, right? And there's these things called uh Saigors, well oh not Cygors Well, anyways, they're essentially super strong goat men that are like eight feet tall, and they're super dark, and they have really good armor. Sounds sexy. And <laughs> and sniper's dead, like dead, dead. Like you, we can't pick him up anymore. Leslie's just bleeding out in the ground, and I'm just running away, even though I'm supposed to be tanky. And Bobby is just running through the fray, killing everything by himself. And it was like we were just all like Bobby. And he just helped everybody. It was just nuts. Like You just see this like three-and-a-half-foot-tall, armored-out, long-beard dwarf just jumping over goat bodies and picking people up. It was actually really fun.
0: Um, yeah, so it was like DRG or fucking any other game. We're all, everybody's dead, and Bobby's running around trying to pick everybody up. <laughs>
2: uh, it's a living. Yeah. <laughs> But I had a good time. I, I did want to check out the, the campaign, though, and I would love to do that with some other people. This game is ridiculously huge. When you install it, it says it needs 92 gigs. Damn. Now, it actually downloads 55 gigs and I assume unpacks that um, mm. to take up more space. But still, this game is ginormous. But yeah, man, I'd love to play this with with uh, some people like the co-op campaign. The roguelike, I'll be honest, man. Like it, it's okay if you want to like grind out some XP. Like if that's what you want to do with this game, but um, I, I think the campaign is still where it's at. Yeah. I think I
1: think with this, like as someone who's played the campaign and everything, I think the main tool of the roguelike is to get people to unlock those classes because normally getting like the uh, long beard or the flagellant or whatever, like whatever class you want to unlock, it takes a little bit, like it takes a solid mm-hmm. three or four hours, Yeah, but with we it, but with we the like roguelike, two, it's like 45 minutes. Yeah, I unlocked you
2: know? two classes for the dwarf and two runs. And you know what? I mean, the roguelike's not that bad. I mean, we were only playing on the second highest difficulty, so I... W- you know, I enjoy going into like something very difficult with a team of serious minded people who are like, okay, we're gonna do our absolute best and try to beat this. Like I I wouldn't mind like notching up the difficulty one more level with some people and giving that a a shot.
1: I'm down to play. I'm I'm off for the next week, so whenever you want to play, just let me know. As long as it's after five thirty PM. All right. Your time.
2: I'll check my schedule. Hmm. Okay, what else we got? I've
0: been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I'm about three hours in. This is an older game. It came out on the PlayStation uh, for four years ago, five years ago, something like that. 2017, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Um, <clears throat> it is, it's a, it's a good game. Um, <clears throat> it has a lot of qualities of other games you might play, like Ubisoft g- games where you have this big map and a bunch of, um, you know... Uh, quests and things that just pop up but what really sells it and what i'm interested in is the world the world is very involved bobby i'm sorry nick did you play this
1: yeah i uh i got about 80 percent in and then i dropped it for something else and then Um, i ended up watching the ending and everything um and you know kind of finishing the story it's it's a great game yeah uh, i'll talk about it to an extent if you'd like i don't want to spoil anything for you have you faced your first t-rex yet no it's a very so cool- that go ahead that's when the game like you're like oh the atmosphere is where it's like where it's fun right um because there, there are bosses and stuff but like the T a T rex is not a boss it's just a really challenging enemy i would say it's like an elite but um That's when the game goes. Oh, the atmosphere is great, but I don't really give a fuck about it right now because there's like 18 drones chasing me, and this T Rex about to like shoot a laser at me. So, it gets it gets really fun. It gets even. It's one of those games where the funness keeps going up the longer you play. That's good to hear. Um, The
0: it's interesting because it's fantasy mixed with sci fi. You have these like really high tech robots walking around the world. And you are like a tribe person with like bow and arrow and, and I'm very curious as to where this story is gonna go and why these things are out here because I'm pretty sure it's Earth. Um, so it, it, it,
1: it is Earth and you, you will find out why they're there and it it gets a lot and I shouldn't say pol- I shouldn't say political it gets into a lot of now topics mm. that we're talking about um as far as like the future of the world and things like that and you know it's not really like you're the chosen one it's really you just kind of happen to find this thing and then you're discovering a bunch of other stuff but it's great yeah um i i really like the
0: build up of the character i'm like invested in her and her story uh i'm just starting it out so uh, we'll see where it goes or if I even have time to finish a game like this. This is probably like 60 hours or something if you stay on there.
1: It's game. one of those games where if you deviate from the main mission, it's like Ghost of Tsushima. Like, the main, like Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima you can beat in about 6 hours. Um, it's really like a 90 hour game if you do all the side quests and everything. But this game, it's the same exact thing. It's about like 8 or 9 hours to beat the main story, but there's a lot of incentives to do these side quests. And it's funny. I told myself
0: this. I'm like, you know, main quest, main quest, main quest. I, I can't, man. That fucking chick's cat is up in the tree. I got to go fucking help her with whatever it is. Or the my necklace is on that rock. Whatever it is. I don't know. I feel like compelled to go help these people. Um, you can tell it's a little bit. It's a tiny bit dated. Um, but it looks good. And... Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of like things that uh, most games don't think about that are in this like the way she falls down rocks she's she actually puts her hands down in ways that i haven't seen another game do like you in skyrim you just kind of walk and then you fall straight down walk fall straight down and games all the way up to um even even now they don't they don't make animations for every possible thing that could happen. And it just so happens that this game, it, it, you know, it seems more real because she's actually reacting to the environment, uh, in a real way that somebody would. And even modern games that come out right now, don't have that. So that was interesting. Uh, I am having a good time. I'm probably going to keep playing this and yeah, that's it on that.
1: Hmm. All right. What else? What else we got?
0: I don't know. You want to talk about being sick?
1: Oh yeah, so just it's not really like a topic, it's more of like a question for you guys, it's like a viewer question. Are there games that you play like especially when you're sick? Uh because I haven't been sick in 3 years. I mean, you know when I played when I used to, you know, be in school and get sick all the time cuz nobody washes their fucking hands and all that kind of shit. Uh, I'd play WoW, but I've discovered that Total War Warhammer, man, is great when you're sick because you can press pause and walk away. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Um, I don't have a go-to. I don't have a
0: go-to. I would have to be damn near dead to not be able to play Binding of Isaac, though.
1: You know, as long as my fingers work, uh, yeah, I can play that. Hmm. I have to drink a Red Bull to play Binding of Isaac, dude. Me and Leslie, when we play it, after about like four or five runs, we're falling asleep. (laughs) <laughs> and it's not because the game's boring. It's just something about like the the monotony of you know how you play or something. But just, th- like, I think it has well for us we have the same issue, dude. It's because you have to wait till the
0: baby goes to sleep and it's like late night video gaming is usually by of Isaac. Like, you don't play by Isaac like, in the middle of the day. It's fucking I should be sleeping gaming.
1: Which which is known as parent gaming because yeah. I I I maybe can sneak an hour of video games during the day, even if Leslie's not working because I'm usually doing shit. But like once she's asleep, it's game time. Hmm.
2: Yeah, Bobby, what about
1: you? What do you play?
2: When I'm sick, I don't know. I haven't been sick in a while, but I've only a very few times, maybe even once I can think of where I was too sick to game. But usually when I am sick, honestly... I mean before COVID when I was sick I'd still just do whatever the fuck I had to do man like I didn't I just powered through it which is sounds like noble and heroic like like oh wow look at me but really it's such a stupid thing to do cuz you just go to work and you get everybody else sick and
1: Exactly yeah. and that's that's the new policy at work usually it was like if you feel good enough to walk you can feel enough to work
2: yeah, that's one like, thing that I think it, came out of this cold COVID thing. It's like if you're sick, get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. um, you know, you said something that was funny. It's like I, I've I've only ever been sick once to like be able to not game. You know, I have a story about that. Um, do, you, do you know what happens to you if you take expired Pepto Bismol? Uh, no. So. Back in the day when I was, like, a junior in high school, I had a really bad stomach ache due to Jack in the Box. And um, so I was like, I'm just going to take some Pepto-Bismol. And my mom, being the pack rat that she is, you know, has a bunch of Pepto-Bismol. So I, you know, took some, and I was like, dude, my stomach really hurts. And uh, I go to use the restroom, and my shit is black. Like, black as black as can be. And I was always told... If your shit is black, you're experiencing bleeding in your intestines. So I'm like running downstairs. They're like, mom, I'm dying. (laughs) I'm dying. And she's like, what's going on? And I tell her and I show her and she's like, "Uh, I don't know what to do. And like my mom was one of those. She was like, we're never going to the hospital for anything ever. And so the next day I am now puking. Like it is getting bad and I'm puking black. And my toilet bowl's black. My hands are, like, everything's turning black that is touched by, like, puke or poop. And uh, it gets pretty bad. And eventually, like, it just stops. Like, two days later, it stops. I feel perfectly fine. It, it turns out, like, and we, we did, like, I didn't Google shit back then because I was just dumb. And we eventually, we find out from one of our uncles, we're just at, like, a, a, like, a barbecue whatever. And he's like, and we were telling him what was going on. He's like, did you take expired Pepto-Bismol? And he's not like a smart guy or anything. He's not like a, a doctor or anything. He's like, yeah, I once did that like two years ago. The same thing happened to me. And mm. so sure enough, if you Google what happens when you take expired Pepto-Bismol, that's what happens.
3: <laughs> I, I just Googled it. And it says nothing happens except unless you have a stomach ulcer and it's expired.
2: So well, just just so you
3: know, apparently like, <laughs> I had a stomach ulcer. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, the other thing is too, like just taking even if it's not expired, just taking Pepto Bismol can give you black stool as well. I've seen that. Oh, beautiful! Before.
0: You've seen it. Oh, what yeah. do you mean you've seen that? You've taken black shit.
2: Well, no, I've heard that because I I took some one time and my girlfriend told me that I'd never heard that before. She's hmm. like, so don't be alarmed if. You know, your stool is black.
0: Interesting. Well,
1: yeah. I was
2: alarmed to, to
1: huh. say, like, I almost fell down the stairs.
0: I drink a lot of pepto Like, if, I, if, if I'm in the, if that's what I think the remedy is, I'll just drink half the bottle, if not the whole well, the full bottle.
1: Well, fucker, I'm over there eating with you guys. And, like, I'm used to being in a Mexican household, but my mom's, like, a grease freak. Like, she does not like grease in any of her food. Meanwhile we get like ta- we pick up tacos and the bags are dripping with yeah. grease. Like this somehow the grease has penetrated styrofoam. It's just that persistent. <laughs> I had never been and there, man.
0: I I wasn't a fan, actually. I'm surprised that she liked it so much. Liked what? That place.
1: Yeah, that place was eh. Like yeah. it was good. It's better than what's ever out here, dude. I'll tell you that right now, but <laughs> it's still eh.
2: All right. Well, let's get to some listener questions here. Real quick shout out, Captain Gummy coming in with the 15 month subscription. Hey, 15 months. Crazy. Thank you, Gummy. Gummy. Uh, also, Nick gifting a sub. Congratu- congratulations. Who got that one? Zig Joe. Nice. All right. We got a question here from Warconius to start things off. <clears throat> okay so in this question he's referencing a game called i am jesus christ first jesus moses next which religious figure would you like to play in a video game noah could be a combination of raft and zoo tycoon
0: yeah that's a pretty good
2: one actually that is a good idea because there hasn't been there okay there was that old old game where they took doom uh, and doom or uh id licensed out the engine to some, um, I don't know, some Bible company or yeah,
0: something. Yeah, they made a Noah version. They right? made
2: a Noah's Ark game, so you can play. It's it's literally like a Doom mod. You're playing Doom, but instead of shooting demons, you are running around the Ark and you are slingshotting food. I think to yeah. all the animals on the Ark. It's really weird. Right. Yeah, and it's not. It looks like something someone would make up for a joke, but it's an actual game. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's been no Noah's Ark game and uh that is that seems like a really good simulation fuck game yeah there like
0: but it's like i f- also feel like if you made an actual good simulation game just the religious context might turn away some people from buying it and trying it even though you made think, a legit simulation
2: yeah but you could not play into that so much case in point there was that movie uh, i think it was just called noah yeah, it was uh, an Aronofsky film. Did you ever see that one? Mm. Jennifer Connelly was in it. Uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, um, it was a it was a movie about Noah's Ark, but it wasn't like beating o- you over the head with, with the biblical, religious stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I was think it a good it, movie? I kind of liked it. Nobody else did, though. I don't think Ooh. it got very good reviews. I feel like a, a Noah
1: game would be good if it was like kind of like the Biting of Isaac, where it was like it made a joke of a
2: bunch of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they've um, done that before, too. There was that Bible Fighter game, which is a really popular Flash game that was out on oh, yeah. That was hilarious, man, because it, it was so well done. Like, it was the joke, haha! it's all these uh, religious figures from all sorts of religi- religions, Christianity, Islam, uh, Judaism. But uh, they actually took the time to make, like, the combo moves and everything and made a decent fighting game out of it as well. Um, but, yeah, you could go for the... Um, You could go for the joke angle, too. I don't know. So any other uh, religious games we could think of here? Yeah. I mean, playing as the
0: devil and everything that he's supposed to um, do, I think, would be interesting. Like, you have to try to trick mortals to do, you know, take their less moral choices Mm -hmm. in life.
2: So, like, screw tape letters the game.
0: Sure, buddy. You know, screw tape letters. The screw no. tape letters. Never heard of it. It's whole a life. book
2: by nope. the guy who wrote *The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe*. Oh, okay. Can't remember his name right now. Yeah, but the book is God. I, I, I guess not a lot of. That's not like a super well-known book, but it's um, it's letters to a junior demon from his uncle Screw Tape, and he's giving him all sorts of advice mm-hmm. on how to, uh, you know, seduce and manipulate. Like humans the
0: humans, yeah, yeah, oh, that's interesting is Yeah, it's it? a
2: very interesting book, it's not that long, too, like I highly hmm. recommend it, but
0: uh, speaking of books, I just started re- listening to the um, Robert E. Howard Conan books, and they are so racist, dude, <laughs> it is incredible, I don't know when he brought it. he 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 created Conan, but the way he talks about um black people in there is it's wow. Yeah, it's not like derogatory. I guess it was mostly just the word the the
2: mm-hmm. yeah the it's vocabulary
0: like, of the day. You yeah.
2: know, it's like um, who's that guy who uh, H.P. Lovecraft type of yeah. racism where just mm-hmm. any person of color is just immediately portrayed as like savages or heathens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah that's not good. That's not yeah.
0: good. Um, anyway, yeah, the devil, man. Like not like not going out and fighting. Mm-hmm. But like trying to turn humanity evil,
2: okay. That's a cool. In yeah, kind of like uh, Plague Inc. where you you are on the mm-hmm. viruses side. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Okay. Next question from Morconius. Uh, Before your eyes is a new game that you play by blinking. The webcam is integrated into the game. Uh, thinking about this kind of innovation, what do you think game developers could do to innovate? Like actually have to hold your breath when hiding in a horror game, et cetera? Well,
1: uh, Hopefully. I think that's cool. Uh, like definitely like webcam
2: integration. Yeah, I don't know. Anytime uh, they try something this far out, it feels gimmicky to me.
1: But I don't know about holding your breath. I got, like, no fucking lung capacity. <laughs> you know I mean? um, People might die. I'm dying all the time in that bitch. I remember
0: when EverQuest 2 was announced. No, EverQuest 3 was announced. Um, they had this technology that they were uh, trying to implement where you would have a webcam on you the whole time, and your emotions uh, would be portrayed on your character.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, Star Citizen has that. Oh, do they? yeah. I, I played around with it. I tried to get it to work. I have no idea if it's working, though.
0: Oh, kids, you can't look at
1: yourself. <laughs> there,
0: everybody's
2: just avoiding must, Bobby. They're
1: like, why do you look so goddamn mad? <laughs>
2: there, there must be a way to uh, test it out. But yeah, they do have the exact same thing built in there. Oh, that's
0: cool. It uh, show your facial expressions. And that seemed like it was a really good idea. But I feel like, you know, when you're playing a, game online let's say you're playing wow
2: nobody looks attractive when they're playing a video game.
0: <laughs> but uh, how much does your facial expressions actually change when something happens mm-hmm. i feel like i'm just a blank slate yeah most
2: of us are unless you're like a streamer or a youtuber or something
0: yeah uh chad would always oh my god this guy would always just lick his lips and have his tongue out like
2: that's can, apparently yeah. what I do.
1: Apparently, I just lick my lips the whole time <laughs> <laughs> when I'm concentrating.
0: <laughs> it's a weird move, man. Uh, um, Yeah, man. It's not going to work, this kind of stuff. Uh, you can make some money with one game, but it's not like the industry is going to go towards yeah. like a, a...
2: It's not going to change the game. It's a
0: dick-sensitive game. controller. I'm
2: playing with my dick. They've done some interesting stuff like this. There was keep talking and nobody explodes Mm -hmm. where one person is trying to defuse a bomb. The other person has the instructions on how to do it. And the concept of the game is that you're talking to each other and one person is talking the other person through. I mean, that's not using anything like completely innovative other than just voice chat, but I thought that was a really good use of it. It
0: was great. Yeah.
2: I think for PC gaming, Having kickback
3: for first person shooters on firing your gun. Um, I think that could be something in the future. I've seen on TikTok people are putting together these mouse rigs that have realistic kickback and then they enter tournaments oh, together so that it's it, it's a little more uh I guess realistic.
0: So the mouse has recoil, is what you're saying?
3: Yeah, it, it has like a rumbler in it and it can it it, it uh What are those cars, hydraulics? The front of it will, like, kick up with your gun. So you have to, like, push it it back down and re-aim again. So I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Definitely. In theory, it sounds awesome, man.
3: Or fucking annoying. Like, I don't know anyone who'd (laughs) willingly do that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Although I do like when golf games, they have you actually move the mouse and then push it forward.
0: Yeah, I'd like to say that my mouse has hydraulics. That would be fucking dope, just to say
2: Pip my mouse,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah, put my mouth.
2: My mouse got spinner buttons, Holmes. Uh, <laughs> All right, next question from Hogglefosh. What is your proudest achievement?
0: I'm guessing he's video game achievement. Is no, what I'm you guessing. didn't
2: say in video I'm games. Gu- I'm guessing video game achievement. Do so uh, you guys don't have anything else to be proud of outside of video games?
1: <laughs> no.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, a child. I'm, 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 I'm proud that she's still alive. Oh, anybody
3: can do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. got to roll on, move your hips and roll off, dude. you can have a baby.
3: <laughs> I'm getting a dump truck ass. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My proudest achievement overall. Jeez, man. Way to railroad me. Uh, Bobby, it would be this podcast right here that we're this on right
2: one. now, right? It's pretty impressive we've kept it going for like 8 or 9 years.
1: Uh, How Bobby hasn't murdered like Amelia with cyanide, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I don't think a- I've achieved that much, which sounds kind of sad, but um I don't know, I guess this podcast is it something to be proud of? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's tough you know what i was thinking about the other day because we got lots of other projects going on we got the the movies on the dl
0: there's 1.9 million podcasts
2: yeah there's so many out there but not just so many podcasts out there but when we started this podcast it was more acceptable for just a couple of dudes to sit in a room with shitty mics and just blather on about whatever just talk aimlessly now every celebrity literally every celebrity especially in the entertainment industry has a podcast and it's heavily produced And you gotta
0: go up against that
2: yeah and that's what we're competing against and they got teams dude they got legal teams audio engineers producers uh editors like and i I guess sniper he's like all of that rolled into (laughs) one yeah he helps in canadian form but the movie's on the dl (laughs) check it out wherever podcasts are found (laughs) <laughs> um we I I am proud of that one. I, I love that podcast because we we put in a lot of work, man. We do yeah. we do like some prep. Um I edit it, which is a lot of work too. Uh and we come in, we do the thing and, and we we are a little more focused and uh, of course then I edit it and I the end product is pretty good.
0: It so. is pretty good, dude. And it stands up to a lot of that stuff, I think. Yeah. I feel like
2: yeah, I think I I think it's competitive now. I, it's like two dudes talking about movies. It's not right. like an original take or anything. So it's kind of tough to market it in uh in that way. But one's a
0: one's a savant and the other one's an idiot savant. So
2: never been done before. <laughs> never been <done> before. <laughs> breaking new ground here. But but this one, man, I mean we record on Sundays. This um I do like some other stuff to get the, this podcast ready, but I don't edit it. And it's out the yeah. door Tuesday morning. Yeah. Man. Dude,
0: no matter how it's bad fresh. we fuck up, you're like, roll. Yeah. Roll.
2: Yeah. We don't redo <laughs> roll
0: that bitch. Nothing, dude. I'll give
1: it to shit. Roll them dice. Yeah.
0: Dude, how, how well did Bobby take being called an idiot as a That was great.
2: <laughs> but... Uh, Yeah, and then Sniper and I are working on another project that might... um, What? Who knows when that's going to come out. Dude,
3: I got got the tease up. Amelia, be quiet one second. You want to hear what this guy did? (laughs) Just let your ears hear. Impossible. Perhaps the archives are incomplete.
1: If an item does not appear in our records, it does not exist.
3: That's all you get. (laughs) What was that?
2: (laughs) Was that Star Wars something? <laughs> that was, yeah, that was uh, some lines from Attack of the Clones there. Yeah, so there's your hint. Something Star Wars related. <gasps> Coming in the future. Damn. Yeah, that yeah to awesome. a podcast
0: near you. I just um, went from 6 to 12, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I cooked that one up in the beat lab in a garage band. Never used the um, that program before. But... This is what I'm saying, dude. Like, I I fucked around for so long for that simple little thing, but uh, like, people are producing super high quality content now, Mm -hmm. and then we're still here with our 2013 style, just still going, getting it done.
3: Pirate radio. I think people appreciate this. I don't know. Some of them do. Yeah, we don't have
2: mass appeal, but uh, we got some. (laughs) You know who you are out out there. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I guess it is something to be proud of, and the fact that we in The eight or nine years we've been doing this, there's only been one week where we haven't sent out an episode, and that's when I almost died from the flu.
0: Yeah.
2: But one week, we've missed one week.
0: That's pretty fucking good.
2: We Uh, never rain or shine, we come in.
1: Yeah.
0: And
2: and (laughs) rain,
1: shine, rain, relationship (laughs) problems, death, whatever. We're fucking making this bitch.
0: I guess a foursome with three women probably be my best achievement.
3: Really? Whoa, dude, dead, don't dead? tease the <laughs> yeah. don't tease the special podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nick, uh, back to uh, video. My games, Warhammer 40k. No, um, I would say graduating college, but that's not really an achievement. Um,
2: you're a, a lot younger than us, dude. <laughs> That's uh, a lot of people don't achieve that, man. I'm, yeah, I'm still working it. on that. Yep,
3: <laughs> yep. I um, failed out. I failed out, dude. So be proud. Be yeah, proud. there
2: you go. Uh, out of out of
1: university, getting married, it, man. I, I know that was more important to yeah, you. Yeah,
0: no, getting
3: people. getting married is
1: definitely. It felt more like an accomplishment than graduating.
2: I don't know, man. Getting married, felt felt getting married, I somebody like me. Getting married, I'm not impressed by. Not getting divorced. Not <laughs> Bobby's like, you're impressing me, son. No one else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know who's going to impress me. Says so the like, unmarried. Easy to say. Easy to say. <laughs> Uh, as far as like video games go, uh, the Big Boss Emblem and in, in, uh, in Metal Gear Solid Four uh, took me so much fucking time and effort to do uh, just to read off what you need to do. It's the highest achievement you can get in the game. Complete the game within five hours. Use no continues. Use no health items. You uh, kill no one. No alert phases. No special items and complete the boss, I mean, complete the game on the hardest difficulty.
0: Jeez,
2: dude.
1: And my mom would be like, are you playing that same game on yeah. that same level? I'm like, shut up!
2: should print that out and can't... put it on the fridge. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> impressive, dude. You then have to play the, the whole game too. under those circumstances? Huh? Yeah,
1: you have, yeah, to, play you have the... to play the whole game. And you have to kill the, so the hardest thing is the final boss fight, because um, Liquid has an ability where he can kill you in one hit. And the telegraphing for it is, like, less than, like, a half a second. And so either you play ultra-conservative and risk the chance of running out of time, or you, Mm. you know, play as you normally would and take the chance and and continue from there.
0: What ended up being the thing? Probably a mix of the two?
1: Uh, Yes, it's exactly what it was. It's like... I knew in certain phases that he would be more dangerous than others, and I knew that at certain distances he would, so I just let him close a different distance and then attack. Mm. Um, I end up beating it with 17 minutes left.
0: Was it worth... Was the juice worth the squeeze?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) As uh, someone who was like 16, not getting (laughs) attention from women, hated everybody in his family. Yeah, it was great. I felt great. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. But... All right, it final question way. from the Livingston. What's your favorite game to play while a little sloshed, just a little?
0: Hmm. Well, that's every game that I play. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> um, uh, Team Fortress Two. I feel like the. I feel like I get better as it, because it's all muscle memory. That's all set. I'm not going to get any better mechanically. So then, with alcohol, my confidence goes up. But then there's definitely different diminishing returns. Bobby's been there for the hike up, the precipice, and the fucking eventual tumble down the hill where uh, I, I, I can kill them all, Bobby. You fucking just keep healing me. There's a lot of that. So it depends. It's a balance.
2: TF2, that's a good game because it's so low stakes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like... um,
0: you don't get slushed, Bobby. You yeah, can't no, this. I
2: don't. I mean, when I uh, when I did, though, there wasn't really any particular game that I gravitated to. I feel like um, nowadays, though, probably the there's so many more social games out there mm-hmm. that Yo, you can true. play with people, and it's just more about the company that you're keeping yeah. rather than the game itself.
0: Golf with friends. Killer when you're drunk.
2: Yeah, golf with friends, anything on tabletop, sim. Yeah, a lot like, of good stuff. I'm going
1: with... Uh, squad it used to be battlefield but now it's squad and the the fun that comes with like driving a tank while you're drunk is just so fun i don't know if you guys have ever done it but you know going around in an apc or a striker or something and you're just like oh look at all those russians over there
2: sip drink look at they're gone
1: mm-hmm. and uh, it's great it's fun
2: so. <laughs> now i'll tell you one thing though and i know i've said this before but when you don't drink, you're so much better at video games. Like it, uh, oh,
1: very much uh, so. When,
2: it, when I stopped drinking, like aside from a lot of other stuff in my life getting a lot better, um, I got a lot better at video games, man. Like, that's how I'm putting up these numbers on Verdiment Tide, too. Oh, man. shit.
0: Do I do disagree <laughs> to some extent. I do feel like the first and second drink help. After that, it's all down. Ah,
2: that's what they always say. I, One glass of wine a day for the for the uh, antioxidants.
0: There you go. That's <laughs> the only reason.
2: Yeah, but who the fuck drinks two beers while they're playing video games? Uh, I don't drink beers. Sociopaths. Right. <laughs> like who's like two beers? That's yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Let's call it a day. And the <laughs> downside too is like if you're
0: playing with all drinkers, there's constant breaks for drinks, which
1: mm-hmm. I'm piss. Yeah. Oh my god, the amount of times I played Among Us and everybody's like, I gotta pee.
2: I was just like oh God they like getting those catheters like, or a bucket or something yeah I, mom bathroom
3: I only drink two beers while playing because after I'm very drunk so so uh, it looks like
0: uh, looking into next week I'm gonna be playing even less video games because my schedule and now I'm playing a, a quarter I don't know how it's gonna work out but the new schedule is 10 hours a day so uh, minimum. Wow. So we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, hopefully I get to play more single-player. Hopefully everybody asleep sleep when I get home and I can stay up and get shit done. But we'll see. Um, yeah, I'll be playing Horizon Zero Dawn. And I still haven't played nearly enough uh, Trial by Fire or Trials by Fire. I forget what it's called.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'll be five. playing
1: more Vermin Tide 2 whenever Bobby wants to play, but I gotta get more footage for squad, so I'm gonna come out with a third squad video, and Sniper's gonna have to make the fucking uh, thumbnail, but I'll be playing that and doing shit around the house.
2: And doing shit around the house. Um, I'm gonna try to play Scavengers. I also did get an invite to... What, what are they doing with WoW? Uh, Burning Crusade? Wow, class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got an new for that. I really don't think I have the time, though. And that could that could lead me down a very dangerous road, man, because Burning Crusade you, was it for me. That was wow.
1: If you get, Can I have one of those scavenger things so we can play together so I have something to talk about?
2: Yeah, I'll send you one. Yeah, cool, and I'm, I'm hoping this Friday. I think I, I had a real busy week last week, and I think I'm kind of over that hump, but it's not going to be that much better this week, although it'll be a little bit better. So I, I am hoping to get a little bit more gaming in. This week, all right, sounds good,
0: uh, Christian. You gonna be playing some video games next week?
3: Yeah, man, I'm gonna playing some scavengers too. I got that, uh, got that beta code. Good shit. And, uh, fucking this week, best game of all time comes out. Rome Total War remastered. So oh, I'm gonna no. be off of that <laughs> for the next couple months probably. God, I love that game. So or hope I like the old one. Hopefully, this one's good. Too.
0: All right, speaking for Bobby, Christian, Nick, and myself, Roman Titties,
2: guys. Bye. It's the, always literally the last yeah. thing said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roman wonderful.
0: Titties are better than most titties, dude, I've heard.
2: I don't know about that, man. <laughs> I don't know about the thing
1: that. Is, the, the thing I always point out, is like, when was the bra invented?